Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. And we are continuing tonight our dark journey into the heart of Jason Voorhees with a very special guest. We have with us tonight Joey Petten. Hello! Uh, who is the founder of Dark Hills Gaming and the man behind that insane weekend that we had up in North Jersey, Camp Blood Survivors. I guess I'm the man behind the man behind the mask. You yeah. are the man behind the man behind the mask. You're the, the braids, the beauty, you're all of it for Dark Hills Gaming. I mean, maybe your wife should get the beauty. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and most of the brains. So. You're like, I'm there. I show oh, yeah. up. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so tell us a little, I mean, I, I know if everybody who's listening knows about it, but tell us a little bit about like what some of the cool stuff coming up and what we have to look forward to with Dark Hills. Uh, Dark Hills Gaming, we bring horror movies to life. And this year in September, we have got an IT event. This is going to be our biggest, most audacious event. We are going to have literally three times as many monsters as we've ever had before. Um, hopefully three times as many people. Um, so I'm three times less likely to survive this one is what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, possibly. I, I'll say what's exciting about this is this is our first like supernatural. That's not fair. Friday the 13th is supernatural. This is our first like magical horror yeah like not just slasher yeah you're not just running from a guy with a knife it's like a shape-shifting monster is going to eat you how do you fight it and hopefully if we can pull this off this will pave the way for like hellraiser nightmare on elm street and other things that are more than physical um and if you don't want to come to that we've got a scream halloween going on which will be a fun time. And we're finishing it all off with a Tales from the Crypt themed holiday horror haunt called Silent Night, Bloody Night. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I have to say the Tales from the Crypt Santa episode was one of my all-time scariest when I was a kid. Like, Naughty. Or yes. <laughs> like it was like traumatizing for me. And weirdly, this the part that scared me the most was the beginning where the Crypt Keeper had the weird creepy Santa costume. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because it's like a human face. Yes. yes. That's, it's yep. just so, oh, just thinking about it now, I still get creeped out. Being a professional um, Santa, I feel a weird like kinmanship with horror Santas. Like any movie where a Santa snaps and starts murdering people with an axe and just like, oh, I get it, man. Yeah. I know why. No. <laughs> I can only imagine. Dude, professional Santa, that's going to be a lot of good stories, man. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. I could tell you one, because I don't want to keep you all night. You want to hear a depressing one or I'm an inspiring all, I hear, one? Either. Both. I all right. Both. I'm going to hit you with literally, uh, I was working at a store. I won't say the name of the store, but it Gacy's. rhymes with Gacy's. Um, uh, and my first ever person to ever come in was this young girl maybe like 17 or 18 and she walks in and she's like hey santa and she looks really down and sad and i'm just like oh hey hey what's going on and, and she was like well a couple years i came here with my sister she had cancer and we asked if you could do anything and it went into remission and I was like, oh, that, that's great. You know, there's there's always room for a holiday miracle. And then she's like, well, this year she's gone missing. I'd really like it if you could do something to help us oh, find her. God. And I just held this 17-year-old woman, basically, as she wept. And I wept. And all I could think to do was be like, you know. Give her a candy cane. <laughs> Sorry. No, it, I'm not an asshole. It, it's just like, what do you do? No, yeah, in, what do you in, say in that, in that moment? And that was the first professional thing Jesus I ever had Christ. as a Santa. After that, I was like, bring on, bring on the shit and kids. Wait a minute, you have no idea whether or not she found her sister? I don't. That, shit, that's man. one of the, we, you have so many people come through. We have had old ladies who asked St. Nicholas to bless them. Um, do you do it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you change it? Or do you like, bless you? Or do you take on like a Pope-like voice? Or do you um, say it, Santa? No, no, I pretty much sound like this. Um, and I just shit. do it that. I am Santa. When you're yeah, in that role, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. You have never 
you have no idea what it's like to be a fucking rock star until you're <laughs> Santa and a group of like five year olds come in and they are like, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so wait, was that the depressing one or the inspiring one? I guess a little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> I'm gonna, in my head, she came home. Like in my, I, I, in my I do like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I in do my like head, we'll the story. Yeah. Um, she came yeah. home on right. Christmas Eve, and then it started to snow. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. yeah. I, I know you're a horror podcast, but I gotta say, what amazed me was the pure belief that people have in Santa. Not even like this Christian Saint Nicholas thing, yeah. but like people believe in Santa. That still gets me, and that's. It's weird, yeah, it's weird to me to think of a 17-year-old, like, walking up to you oh, in, in all earn. Like, I we thought you were so going to be like, adults. and then she was like, fuck you, you're punked, you know? like So many adults, 30-year-olds, 40, 50, 60, everybody. I have had, I have had, like, 350-pound oh, biker God. dudes sit on my lap. Shut I've up. gotten hit on by so many middle-aged women. I bet you it's a They fake. all come like, in and they think women. I'm old. Well, I guess well, I am old not, now. No, but, but like, I got yeah, if I was sitting on your lap at Macy's, I might, I might take a swing, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it can be odd sometimes. I know. Yeah. I feel like as a wife, like your wife is nice, I'd be like, I'd be like standing there, be like, don't get off his lap. Yeah. You're the elf dressed up. <laughs> like, all right, time's up. Get What's up, up bitch. Let's okay. go. Let's go. Uh, go get yeah. your Botox. Crazy. Yeah, man, that's fun. A harder role playing Santa or playing horror people. Santa. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, one thing I love about horror is um, if you mess something up, it kind of looks like it was meant to be that mm. way. Like horror is messy and dirty. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I dropped this and it's all broken. And they're like, man, they got really into that. Didn't they? <laughs> you know? Someone gets a bloody nose and they're just like, great effects. Way to do it. So. What's the weirdest thing somebody ever asked for? At Camp Blood? No, as Santa. Santa. As Santa. Uh, I'm going to, it's not really weird, but definitely my favorite was this little four-year-old girl who came in. She said, Santa. She was so excited. Santa, this is what I want. I want a Chucky doll and I want a Freddy glove. Oh, coolest kid ever. She showed me like her, uh, her jigsaw voice. She was like, I like to play games. (laughs) And I was just like. Damn. Uh, Only my kids were that awesome. Do you remember that it was a video that went viral at some point last year of uh, Michael Myers with the little girl that's dancing to the hallway? That so many people tagged me and put me, like said that to me on Facebook, like, is this you when you were a kid? Did you have a kid? This is Jackie's kid if she ever had one. Yeah, so I totally, totally get that. That's an awesome kid right there. All right. I mean, I guess we could start talking about Jason Goosdell if we must. I just feel I like mean, you're so much more interesting than anything I could possibly oh, say about oh, this movie. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm, can I just say before we start, I'm so happy to be here. It's kind of surreal. I'm trying not to geek out oh, after I've been listening it, to you guys. Here at Jersey Ghoul Studios. Oh, I know. Oh. It's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's, guys, it's, it's brilliant. There's like five interns. Yeah. Get him some more Perrier. <laughs> He actually had a very extensive Let me get another and of course, <laughs> yeah. all green M and M's. All green M and M's. You know, all 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 the uh, all the clocks facing a certain direction. You know, we'll, we'll do that for our friends. We'll do that. Keeps, keeps the yeah. demons at bay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, a second bottle of water just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it only seems apropos that after surviving Camp Blood, that we bring it to the movie that inspired the last event. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about 1993's Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Wow. And you know what? Um, Do you, Joe, do you want the uh, synopsis? Do you want the synopsis for us? Now, just so you know, our bar here for synopsis is very low. As you know. (laughs) If you want to take 15 to 16 hours. Yeah. Or just be like, Jesus. Sweet. Sweet. I might have to... uh, My my daughter might get a little upset, but cool 15 hours. Here we go. (laughs) Jason goes to hell. It is 1993, and New Line Cinema, the... Home, the house, the house that Freddie built, has finally got its greedy, grubby, clawed hands <laughs> on the Friday the 13th franchise. Though they're not allowed to call it Friday the 13th anymore. Um, that being said, they've decided they're going to make the film that everyone is asking for. They're going to make us a film 
called Freddy vs. Jason, but they couldn't make it yet because they did not have the entire rights, so they settled for making Jason Goes to Hell uh, the final Friday. Now, the plot of Jason Goes to Hell, right off, from the beginning, um, there's a girl, and she's going to a cabin, and she's already getting naked. We're not even five minutes in the film, and you know Jason is there. I know Jason is there. Everyone and their mother knows Jason is there. But then we realize something is wrong. And not just because this girl is wearing a towel like a dress as she sprints <laughs> through the woods and it's not even jostling. Oh my god. Uh, but she lures Jason out into the woods. Fucking spotlights come on. Oh, can I curse? Should no, I curse? Please, okay. please do. We encourage it. Spotlights come on and these FBI guys blow Jason out of the water. That's the best way to describe it. He is getting hit with like a hundred bullets. I think they... They, like, mortar him, and yeah. it, he explodes. So we're not even ten minutes in, and the FBI has decided that killing Jason is the best way to handle him. So he's dead. Jason is dead at the beginning of the film. And that's it. All right, we're done. Go home. Yeah. Um, uh, we then meet a bunch of characters that don't really matter. There's a boyfriend who used to work in a weird shop where they sold haunted items, but now he's just... Pining over his girlfriend, who we literally do not meet until like 30 minutes into the film, yeah. even though she's the final girl. Yeah. Um, there's some great character actors. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a bounty hunter who's spewing a bunch of shit about how Jason still isn't dead, even though we just saw him die. The important thing is that the coroner is doing an autopsy of Jason's body and gets like this major yin to yeah, eat like Jason's heart. Um, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's kind of gross, yeah. yeah for yeah. a second there, I was like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and, and they throw us off guard a little because in this movie, Jason's not really running around in his mask. He is quantum leaping through people's <laughs> bodies. Um, ultimately, it leads to a final showdown where luckily Jason does come back, mask and all. And the girl that we met halfway through the film turns out to be related to Jason, because that matters in this film. It didn't matter in any of the last no, ones, but it yeah. matters in this one. And she gets a knife that's like a magical switchblade that turns into a sword. And there's yeah. a fight, and she stabs Jason, and he glows a little bit. And there's a maggot baby uh, thing that comes crawling Yes! Out. Oh my god, yes, yes. So like apparently Jason is <laughs> like this weird maggot yeah. worm that... Like a yeah, right? Like, kind of violates a dead body. A little bit. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. I don't want to know which orifice he went in. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, and then they eventually send Jason to hell mm -hmm. and tease right, us with Freddy vs. Jason for another 13 years. <laughs> we would have to wait quite a while. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. Thank you. Oh I still gosh. don't think it was as awesome as you would have done, but thank you. I feel very good That's about debatable. that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to lie. We're See, <laughs> and she says that cool. this one's nice enough, and she won't interrupt you while you're doing it. Uh. She'll interrupt me left and right, which is why my up. synopses take so I long I love that sometimes. you blame me. I do. I thousand percent blame so, <laughs> so I'm going to go full disclosure here. Never been a huge fan of the series. And I think it was uh, Men, Women, and Chainsaws that ruined it for me. I think really kind of realizing just how vapid the some of the series got. But mm -hmm. I have, I, guys, I don't know if it's being chased by Jason that has changed my mind. Also, I will never, ever make fun of somebody's way of dying in a horror movie ever again. Because if anybody's had a lame-ass death, like, people watching would have yelled at me and be like, what the fuck is the matter with this girl? So I will never... Ever make fun of the way somebody dies in a horror movie again. With that being said, however, um, I, yeah, I think the series is growing on me. I kind of want to binge them all and, yeah. you know, like, fall in love with it instead of just being an angry feminist about that, it. That's kind of what, like, as a child, I knew Jason. I was afraid of Jason. He was, he was a force to be reckoned with. But until I started doing this camp, until I became Jason, I didn't really start to love him. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, one of the things I love most about the series is, unlike other horror series, I feel like you could just pop in any Friday. And it's just... None of them are the same. Each one is its own, like, chocolate box entry. It, yeah, it's true. Like, they all feel so different, which I respect. Yes. You know, I, I have to admit. Especially this one. Yeah. This one, yeah. This one goes bananas on many levels. Okay, so my first issue is with Steve, right? Steve. The boyfriend? What a weak 
ass very much hot boyfriend like you couldn't first of all the who wears their letterman jacket in their 30s or 40s right what the fuck dude he does not look like a teen right just not hot but there's that scene where he they he, they like pick up the girls like the people yeah, going yeah, to yeah. camp she yeah. like, like kisses them and he like dude and it's like she's all that and he like takes his glasses off and all of a sudden we're supposed to think he's hot no it doesn't yeah, work that way no. He, he takes off his paint covered overalls. And I know. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You don't have a ponytail that we can unfurl. You're not hot. No. So my, my first gripe is why do I have to look at Steve? Because <laughs> I just want a little, you know, I can't. I'm, I'm going to lay you guys. I'm going to hit you. Lay you guys. Nope, that's not good. Uh, I'm going to hit too. you guys. Do that here too. I'm going to hit you guys with uh, one of the many fun facts from Crystal Lake Memories, yes. which is this huge you know, book. I kind of want to touch uh, it. <laughs> that I used to, like, <laughs> to build the camps and stuff. And John DeLamay, who played Steve, um, also played one of the main characters on the Friday the 13th TV series, which oh. had nothing to do with Virginia, Friday the yes. 13th. That I learned the hard way. Uh, it was yeah. basically <laughs> Warehouse 13 with more devils. <laughs> yes. um, but he's, he's the only person to be on the show wow. and in the franchise. Did he look better than No, he looked yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, like, he's, and I mean, listen, I'm all about uh, being a giant nerd. I'm all about a good geek hero, but... Mm -hmm. God, he's not even really a geek. No. There, there's a moment in the film, uh, it's near the end, where he saves Jessica's life. And, like, she's like, oh my god, you, you killed someone, you killed someone. And he's like, shut up. And I'm like, dude, don't say shut up. Yeah, I can, like, yeah, you're dead. she has a pretty good gripe right there. You just killed someone. <laughs> Uh, no, Seriously. he sucks. Yeah, he's he does suck. He kind of sucks. And we all know that that Letterman first was for something like tennis. You know, oh, like yeah. it wasn't like a real like it, he wasn't the football hero. He's, even if he was Polk High's hero, <laughs> like how long has it been? Yeah, like yeah. thirty years later, like, you're wearing your Letterman. This is a man who needs to leave town because his not not even just his girlfriend, but like his the person he had a, a child with yeah. has left town. With the child, uh, hooked up with someone with who skeevy famous guy. Yeah, but he's still he's famous. He's, yeah, it's yeah. like hard copying oh, his yeah, way yeah, through life. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, she's gotta come back to me. I know I can get her. I know uh, staying in this shitty town where people constantly get murdered and wearing my Letterman jacket, <laughs> she'll be mine. Crawling back, she dies though. To be fair, um, also. <laughs> Kind of against your will. Kind of a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, at the end, I'm like, girl, you're just Stockholm right now. Like, get your shit straight. You don't see Steve for what he is. You don't really want to go home with him. Um, <laughs> I also like that maybe you guys could, as gurus of the series, when they look in the mirror, they see Jason. I yep. love it. It's like a fucking vampire, only not. Like, it's Theorizing it's cool. that he could leap through time within his own lifetime, Jason Voorhees stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and bam. That's, that's <laughs> that all. Every time I see that moment, I think of yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute, if he's not Jason, like if I'm trying, like, am, so am I to believe that he is like a demonic force or am I to believe he's Jason jumping from body to body? Or a little bit of A, a little bit of B? Am I overthinking this? <laughs> I, I have a headcanon, but I, I don't want to. Oh, I, I think you do. <laughs> If you want to feel this. From my take on it, it's not unlike Freddy. Where, mm. like, Freddy is this, like, ancient evil that just kind of takes these forms. Like, you know, every now and then he takes a new form. Because, like, at first you were like, you're like, no, Jason Voorhees, like, is a dude. But they kind of explain it. Um, where's my note? They kind of explain how, like, Duke says, you know... This is how he always comes back. And he's talking about all the movies that we've had up until this point where Jason has been shot, you know, burned, drowned, everything. Like, how does he keep coming back? And they, he talked, Duke talks about it in the movie about, I'm trying to draw a blank, what is it? How, what does Duke say? I don't remember. But he basically he, he explains. Wears, he wears yeah, people he wears like someone people. wears a suit. Yeah, yeah, like they explain how, like, you know, so yeah, in the original, you know, Jason drowned in a lake. And, well, you know, okay, so then we get Jason in part two. Jason's killed in part two. Well, how did he come back in part three and part so four and, and part so five? Forward. It's because the body is inconsequential. He just needs, you know, he needs that flesh. So I feel like... Which is weird because in this movie, he's hopping from body to body and they melt. Like after a period of time, they literally melt, which is... 
It doesn't really make sense, but it is but one like of it. the best yeah. moments. I enjoyed it. In <laughs> You're like, holy God, his jaw's coming yeah. off. Like, yeah. It's fun effects. It's really, really yeah. fun. Um, but when he gets to a Voorhees, he, he's... He, Voorhees? When he, comes, <laughs> when he gets to a Voorhees, he comes back as Jason. Like... Uh, okay, that's why he was trying to... Because okay. at the end, when he busts up through the floor, he's, yeah. he's got he's the fucking Jason mask. Again. Like, right. he literally right. was born with the mask and all. Yeah. Yeah. So, it doesn't answer... It doesn't yeah. really yeah. solve everything. But I'll take um, it. Like, I wonder, all those other movies that he was getting killed, did he then have to possess someone and go find another Voorhees to kill? Right. Which... Were the Voorhees family really fucking huge? Yeah. And then they just got whittled down one by yeah. one? Um, That's, guys, I know, a lot of questions for me not answered. Do you guys want to hear my nerdy, so, uh, headcanon? So one of the reasons I like Jason Goes to Hell, that it's like, out of the list of ten, um, it's like number five, is because they take a risk of adding a little more supernatural shit in, and they also, they toss the Necronomicon in there in a scene. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching, what? Yeah. How did I miss the Necronomicon? When, um, when Steve originally gets to the Voorhees house, he's looking around and everything's all dusty. And yeah, gross, yeah. And he literally, the, the Necronomicon is sitting there, Shut and like you the face, and like yep. you see that there is actually, I counted, I think four or five little like horror nod Easter eggs wow. because there's the Evil Dead Necronomicon mm-hmm. on the table. At one point, uh, Jessica is explaining where, I think, Steve or Creighton, I forget who she's talking about, um, but she's talking about where somebody went, and they're like, oh yeah, the, the Voorhees house, that's down past the Myers place. Yep. I did hear mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, that was my thought. The Arctic Expedition box from Creepshow. The crate, yep. The crate yes. is in there. I, that, I have to admit, I cheated, though, because I paused it, and Amazon told me. <laughs> Um, and the other one, and I don't know if this is fact or not, and this is facing off my memory, but I think uh, at the very end when Jessica and Steve are like, when like it's all said and done and after Jason does his Roman candle impersonation and the day is saved, <laughs> is that the end theme from Poltergeist that's playing? Because it sounds... I didn't listen. It sounds I like... It, yeah, I don't, I it could just be very yeah. similar, but I think it could huh. be... You, you know what is one though? In the end fight, when Steve is on the jungle gym that gets flipped over, mm-hmm. that is literally the, the jungle, jungle gym from Psycho. Yep, I read that too. No, um, I thought it was the birds. The birds, the sorry. Birds. Wrong one, wrong yep. one. Yeah, the birds. Oh, right. um, um, but yes, they, they, yeah. I, I like that they throw that stuff in there, as well as a weird Jaws reference earlier on. Because Duke oh, says, I'll give you the, the mask, the machete, the whole damn thing. Which is the oh, end yeah, of Quint's speech. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're just trying to be a better horror film than they actually are. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they're trying to be meta. They should have maybe worked on the plot a little more first. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but throwing that Necronomicon in there makes all makes it all make sense I'm to me. I'm so mad that I missed that now. I feel like I have to rewatch it. In my brain, what Mrs. Voorhees was doing in the first Friday wasn't revenge, but it was a ritual. And I've always thought... The reason Jason comes back in part two is because she completed the ritual. Or perhaps even her dead body was the last, like, last like sacrifice she... needed. Oh, shit, I love that. So so she brought Jason back and something with him. So over time, as he sort of, like, gets killed and comes back and gets killed and comes yeah. back, I've always been like, all right, he's getting less and less human. And then you get to this yeah. film... And you, you know, he's got that weird mask. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, I'm into it. This is also one of my favorite Jason designs out of all the films. The like messed up mask. I liked that's... this one a lot too. Yeah, there was something really scary. About I this one. always like it when the mask is physically a part of his body yep. and not just covering mm-hmm. his face. It's physically embedded. Like if you were to peel that so mask long. off. Underneath his blood and muscle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I liked the way he looked at this one a lot. I found, like, I don't usually find him scary and in this one. I'm like, oh, that's creepy. And I know it was the costuming, but this Jason's also kind of fat, and that makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> Listen, like. me too. Same train. And he, uh, I've always rooted for the chubby. So some of my favorite characters in this movie. And this was Kane Hodder too, right? Yes. Sorry, yes. I didn't mean to absolutely. Who, who was also one of the guards. One of the security guards. Yeah. In the corner's office. He should definitely stick yeah. to silent behind the mask acting. Uh, uh, so some of my absolute favorite characters in this movie is the family that owns the diner. Joey B., her husband Shelby, and their son Ward. Is yep. that, first of all, was that Penn Teller? 
was no. No. Damn, no. I was what so is, excited. What is that actor's name? He was like he, that is stuff. Leslie Leslie Jordan. Yes, and he's we've seen stuff. him. Like yeah, you've seen him, and even her. Uh, her name is Rusty Schwimmer. Mm-hmm. And again, these two, Rusty Schwimmer and David and, Schwimmer's mother. <laughs> no, I'm totally making that shit up. And Leslie Jordan. <laughs> Everyone on the internet just believed you. So yeah, so oh well, and the story that I heard is that. Um, so the, the actors went in to read for the parts. Belco. The Belco experiment. Sorry. That's what I'm sorry. Go okay. <laughs> uh, they, they went in to read for the parts and it was like, the parts were described as like, you know, diner owner, yeah. you know, a <laughs> diner couple. And it didn't specify which was the male and which was the female. It was just a husband and wife that owned the diner. So Rusty goes in and she reads the part of the diner owner. Yep. And it was one of those things where it's like, that part was... Like, I guess written for a man. You can tell. But, like, she came in and kicked so much ass that Mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, yeah, like, mama's got the role. So her, her husband Shelby, and their son Ward, who was just a sweetheart, but there's, like, this this moment in the movie where, like, Joey B is my future. Like, this this is my girl. I'm not going to let you take that baby. No, actually, before (laughs) that. Oh, okay. Because I, I'm not a fan of children. So when Jessica first brings to get in, she puts the baby on the, the counter. Box. She goes, what the fuck is that? I was like, that's, that's Jackie me. In real that's life. me. Yeah. That's me. In real I, life. Had, I swear to God, I was like, Jackie loves this scene. I fucking oh. Because that is my response to most babies. I'm like, yeah. oh, what the okay, fuck is that? Okay, speaking of the baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> got a couple issues. I might call Dyfus on Jessica when this is all said and done because she just leaves the baby with Vicky. She shows up, <laughs> finds out her mother's that in a room where her mother's blood is yeah. soaked into the carpet. Yeah. yeah. She literally is like, stop scrubbing the blood, watch my kid so I can go bang my boyfriend. I, I got stuff to do. Yeah. I got oh, stuff and to you do. know what? Vicky doesn't get Babysitter of the Year award no. because she just puts the baby in her food box, box yeah. and walks away. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, to be fair, when my kids were little, I don't think I fully took advantage of the fact that they were so immobile and so quiet. I should have left them in more boxes back in the day. Because now those bitches would not yep. tolerate being put in a box. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I tried. No, I'm just kidding. Trust JK, JK. Uh, no, it's true though. Like, she's not getting a Mother of the Year award for no. me. Because she's going off to bang Rusty Sinclair, whatever his name is. Robert? Ro- Robert Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough, Rusty. Which, I have Rusty Schwimmer on my mind. Which is weird because we know her mother has been murdered and she's right. having a rough time because when she's alone in the shower, she cries. She's crying. Well, she's probably crying because that sex was so terrible is how yeah. I pictured that. <laughs> I, I don't mean to jump off to a different tangent yeah, or anything, <laughs> but I gotta say, I have to say that this film also has the only time in a Friday film that I said, oh, these kids know how to have sex. And it's the couple in the tent. Okay, but time out. Girl, why do you did you fall for the I don't like the way it feels like? Come on. I mean that's 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 moral implication right there. That's why they died. Right? Uh-huh. It's like, a moral implication. Like, so no. You had one job and you let him like what a skeevy uh I hate the way it feels. Yep. And you know, I hate to say it, but it's so realistic to skeevy dudes all over the world, you know, like Right? Come on, like baby, how many times it's my oh, birthday. I hate the way these feel. And yeah. I was like, girl, come. Like now I can tell I'm a mom and in my 30s because I'm like, oh, girl, come on. You're going to get it. You're, you're going to get him. You're better than that. Yeah. You're better than that. Okay, yeah. like, to be fair, they do suck. Like they don't feel good. <laughs> so I'm just. Chocolate up for honesty. I'm just saying I agree. Jackie's they, the one who's the younger that people line. don't. The younger people don't know no, that. They don't need to know yeah. that either. And you know what? Now I know how that you play that role. <laughs> we knew. We already established that I was the slutty one. Yeah. So this is nothing new. Like we established that I'm the, the slutty like, one. No, that's how I want to. You're, you're definitely right. I mean, when, when you have a kid and you're just like, man, this is awesome, and yeah. then you're done having a kid and you're like, I guess we don't want any more. Right. I guess we'll go back to birth control. <laughs> it is. It's like. Wah, wah. Oh, we can uh, have a no, tent. We can have a Catholic household, right? <laughs> I agree. Their their sex scene was... It, was, it looks uh, real. It looks like they're really... Uh, As opposed awesome. to the others where it's just like mushing and yeah. Yeah, or that no, terrible they, I, shower I, scene yeah. from part four where it's like, I'm going to lose my virginity <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> no, you're right. It was a really... I well, So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit up, more uptight than I think I am. If we're all hanging out in the woods... <laughs> And you're like, hey, girl, I'm going to just go in this tent for, give me, t- I love that you, she was like, give me 10 minutes, too. Yeah. I was like, keep you, it real, You baby. stay out here in the dark, yeah. okay? And like, 
I'm right here. The tent is right there. I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, tent material isn't very thick. No, you're no. going to hear and see mm -hmm. yeah. everything. And again, maybe it's just me getting old. Because well, probably in my 20s, I'd be like, oh, I'm into it. Hold it, on. Let, leave cracked a little bit. You know? But like now, I'm just like, ew. It makes me wonder, because it's just the three of them. And that, that redhead girl tries to get with geeky Steve. Steve. Yeah. She tries, but fails. Also, why didn't he but, take that? Uh, boy, he's... Gotta stay for his his woman's <laughs> oh, yeah, coming back. She's coming. He's gonna meet with her mom and talk it out, and somehow that's gonna help somehow. Yes. But it makes me wonder, like, if they were at college and they heard Jason was dead, and like the two people were like, "Oh, let's go in the woods and fuck," and <laughs> and the one girl was like, "Yes, absolutely, I can't wait. Hang on, you need to come with me. I do not want to be alone in the woods." Yeah. <laughs> Like the friend who came yeah. along as a favor. Either that or the dude was like, maybe. Long shot, Right, maybe. right. Your friend should yeah. come. Yeah. yeah. Or it was like the annoying roommate where he was like, hey, you want to go out to the woods and F? And she's like, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. that girl. I would know. Was, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that this was the scene where it happened, where the guy asked the girl if she wants to see Tony the Wonder Llama. Yes. Oh, my God. I literally wrote that down because Tony the Wonder Llama, Matt, Guess what's coming your way tonight? I have a new nickname. <laughs> the fucking Wonder Llama. I know. Of all the nicknames that one could give to the I rewound penis. it, too, because I was like, that can't be what he said. I thought he said Tony the Tiger at first. Nope. I was like, all right, that makes sense. It, they're great. But no, it's Tony the fucking Wonder Llama. Tony the Wonder Llama. It's stuff like that where you realize, fuck, this script was written by a 21-year-old. <laughs> like... Who is definitely you snorting know. cocaine off of a prostitute. Opening, <laughs> hot girl wearing a baseball cap. Totally getting naked. Yeah, yeah. and then like, <laughs> Tony, the wonder, yeah, the wonder. Oh, everyone's going to think that's hilarious. Fucking Oscar you got this, worthy. man. You got this. <laughs> like his typewriter. Oh, man, do you think that's what he called his own? Like the writer called uh, his own, Tony the Wonder Llama? Probably. Probably. I'm, I wouldn't be okay with it. If a guy was like, check out Tony the Wonder Llama, I think I'd be like, dude, you get points for calling it a llama? Like, I'm into it. I don't know. It's just, that's not a nickname that that's I would definitely. I'll tell you one thing. That's definitely Harry Bush if he's called the Wonder Llama. I'll tell you that much. That was the thought I, I know, had. He does kind of have like an Italian yeah. feel going to him. I've yeah, seen he, that actor in other stuff too. I just can never remember Oh my God. Why. I hope so. I'm going to go. So, uh, speaking of, I don't know why this came up with this scene for me, but apparently this was supposed to be a video game too. Like, they made a full game of this movie. What? And it was never released. No yeah. way. I swear. I know. And I was like, how have this? How has this never surfaced? What would that even be like? No, but I you would. I don't even know. Because 1993. That's like Sega. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Yeah, Dream, uh, Dreamcast. No, no, no Dreamcast was late 90s. Yeah, this is like Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Yeah. Which, for the record, I could see it right now in my head. I could see it all played out. Um, and I tried to buy the game, and you can't. Um. That's how I wound up playing Mike Tyson's punch out getting busted by my superiors. Yeah. I was on the hippo guy too. I was all pissed because I had to like close it. Like I was like looking at porn. I was all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think way worse to be that, that other thing that is cool. The other thing I do want to bring up, uh, because of this scene, uh, you see an equal amount of male and female nudity. And from what I understand, that was a conscious goal. Uh, huh. Because at this point, it had been a decade of Jason and... Every critic and their mother was like, oh, all you see is boobs yeah. and women get naked and Jason hates women. And they were like, fuck it. Let's make sure we see as much of this guy yeah. as the woman. Yeah. So I kind of respect that. Yeah. I do like, too. I think having a little awareness of this. Because like, like my <clears throat> biggest gripe with this series is how so many characters feel so flat and so just, mm. I don't give a fuck about anybody. So this one, well, first of all, I have a love hate for Duke. I'm going to throw it out there. I have a love, love, love for you. So, no, please, you go first. Okay, I'll tell you why I hate him, and then you can. So, first of all, I love when he's like, I'm going to need $500,000. I wrote, literally wrote down, who the fuck is going to pay him $500,000? And then I was like, oh, shit, apparently this guy is. Yeah. Like, so, that's my first issue. Like, he is a money-hungry motherfucker. I did like in the woods where he was watching, and he was like, I don't think so. Right? <laughs> like, like, like he it. tracked Jason down, and then he was Just like, Shit, that. FBI people are here. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't blame them. You see the cops, you run. And right. you know what? Just a quick side note. That just goes to show how perfect uh, William was in the role of Creighton Duke. Because when four of us were hiding behind a tree, <laughs> and he comes walking by us, and he sees four of us behind one tree, and goes, 
this is what we're going to do now, and walks away. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. That was one of my favorite moments of the night because I never felt stupider, and it was so... We, there were literally four of us behind yeah. the tree that was, like, this skinny, yeah. and it was fucking we were, amazing. One of us really couldn't get behind this tree and hug. While we are talking about Duke, so... What really makes Duke amazing is actor Stephen Williams. Oh my god. And National treasure. He he made what is very much a 2D character, and I'll give you that. He's very much a 2D character into pure, insane gold. Iconic. Yeah. I brought this book because this is like a uh, Crystal Lake Memories is like an oral history of every Friday the 13th film up to Jason X. So you've got stuff from the actors and the producers. And every single fucking thing Stephen Williams says in an interview is insane. I could just... <clears throat> this is Stephen Williams talking about his role as Creighton Duke. The thing is, I'm incredibly talented. I'm blessed. I've never taken an acting lesson in my life. I'm the most opened up free spirit I know. I don't believe you can teach anyone to act. You either have it. Or you don't. That was just him talking oh about how God. good he was at Creighton like Duke. Duke in real like, life he is. Too. He, he is. I, I believe he was the like when he got the role. He said, "Duke wears a cowboy hat oh. and a duster." Oh my God! Like, and like to be fair, huge Twenty One Jump Street fan here, and I was so excited to see him because he was the best chief of police mm -hmm. ever. But yeah, every role he's in, he plays like the hard. Yeah, oh, it's fucking great. So. Can I ask a question about sure. Duke? Because yes. here's here's he my here's me. what I wrote down. Um, so Duke's whole thing with Steve is I'm gonna give you information, but you gotta give me something for you it. Gotta, let me break your face. He doesn't want money. He wants to break Steve's bones. So I'm like, what? I don't understand. Like, what is Duke getting out of it? Like, are you proving? Your strength? Are you proving your loyalty? Are, are you, you proving trust? Or Lord. is like Duke just so I fucked felt... up that it's just like you know what we find? He does enjoy it. If I can it. like break your fingers, oh, he's super lucky. Because when he does it, he's like, ha ha. Yeah. Watching the guy. Well, to be fair, too, in camp, just to go back to last weekend, I felt so bad for the one kid who gave both his arms to your Duke. He was so bad. He was like, why, I shouldn't have done why it. Why would like, someone do that? He was like, such a little team player, too. He was like, the whole rest of the night, he was like, I really regret that decision. Like, it was That's so amazing. Weird. But That's yeah, like, amazing. I love that your Duke took body parts from people for information. Um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what you think about that. I going into my fucked up headcanon again because I have written fan fiction about Duke. Um, just gonna say that. Um, I'm so in, and I hope it's X-rated. So, <laughs> so Duke, which I learned from reading every single thing about Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> apparently, he uh, was at Camp Crystal Lake when he was a teenager, and his girlfriend was murdered. And his whole thing is from that moment, he was like, I'll be back for you someday. I was going to ask you if they ever t explained the, Duke in the movie. In not in the movies. film. Okay. Not in the film. But, but <laughs> like, in the film, they say that he's killed six serial killers, like, prolific serial killers. And in my brain, I'm like, he didn't kill six serial killers. He killed, like, six proto-Jasons. Like, mm -hmm. he found six other slashers. Like, he, like he took out Horace Pinker and some <laughs> other shit. And now he's like, all right. Now I can go take on Jason. And I also get the feeling that in that position, if you were at Camp Crystal Lake as a young black man in God knows when, I imagine he's just spent a long life getting shit from people. Yeah. And scenes like how antagonistic he is towards the cop in the diner and breaking Steve's fingers, I'm just like, what if this is just him? Like... You have this pure... Equalizing social injustices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He spent his whole it. life, you got this nice little white boy who's like, I'll do anything. And he's like, really? You'll do anything? Well, I've always wanted to break a yeah. young white boy's <laughs> fingers. Cool. Like, Dude, I fucking love that. Joe, I love every one of your theories. That's so fucking dope. I think about this way too oh much. Oh my God, it's I love not that. No, it's great. This is, what we, this is what I do, too. I sit around and pull shit out of my ass. I oh my god, dude, that makes so much sense that like well, as a black man in America in the seventies through nineties, bounty hunter, seen some shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now there is, oh, the, I mean, there is the line up toward the end, right before Duke dies, where Duke confronts Jason and says, yeah. "Remember me." Yeah. Yes. So, so there has to be a right to that. I mean, I don't know if it's brought up. I know that there is apparently a graphic novel series that bridges eight and nine. 
I have not huh. seen that. Yeah. I, I have read the amazing Freddy vs. Jason team-up called Nightmare Warriors, where they bring back every surviving character from the Friday series and every surviving character from the Nightmare series what? and then team up to kill the two. Um, Why couldn't that have been the plot I'll, of the movie? I, I, I'll let you borrow it sometime. Oh it's my amazing. god, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love um, to. I think I'm on Amazon. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry, how did I miss that? Yeah. It's clear my schedule. <laughs> But the, it hurts. There, there should be more about Creighton Duke. I'd watch a TV show about Creighton Duke. Oh my god, you guys, that's why I write a prequel with Duke. All right, I'll go get my outline. Let's yeah, do this. Let's I'll do go it. get my fanfic <laughs> right now. I'll go get my typewriter. Let's do it. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. I did know about that. Yeah, that that's I knew. Right, about. That I did know about. How did like? How did they not? That is so much better of a movie plot. Than what they came up with for Freddy vs. Jason. That's one of the th other things that, when it comes to Jason Goes to Hell, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying this, but when it comes to like the first five Friday films, I kind of, in rewatches, gloss over them. Because mm -hmm. the first five are like teenagers out of camp getting yeah, stalked and yeah. then they get killed. Agreed. That's where I get, like, that's how it lost me, I think, in those original ones. But then later on, when it's like he's back from the dead, he's mm -hmm. fighting Carrie, he's maybe going to Manhattan, we'll see. But... In this one, there's so much potential. You've got fun characters mm -hmm. that we've talked about. You've got a crazy fucking bounty hunter out to stop Jason once and for all. You maybe got some cool supernatural shit going on. Like, now that we're in the studio of Freddy. Yeah. Like they love sure. houses, you know? Like, <laughs> Dream Warriors. Freddy's got a house. Jason goes to hell. Jason's got a house. Jason's you know? house, yeah. Go they they house. do love the houses yeah. over a new line. It's, That's a good point. It's a lot of stuff to keep me interested. It's just kind of not good enough to be good. a good film. That's yeah. perfectly said. Yeah, yeah. That's the bottom line. It's it's really interesting. It's just not strong enough to be like. Which is, to me, why Freddy always wins. Okay. Because with the exception of maybe one or two of the films, I will stand by every single one of them. Like, Not to say the third necessarily good movies. But this is a good transition, and you two would be just the people to ask this. So at some point, I think it's Duke that says that he has, uh, or maybe it's the reporter guy, 83 confirmed murders before this film. Mm -hmm. Freddy's count higher? No. Who's, who has the higher count? Jason. Jason? I believe out of yeah. the slashers, Jason yeah. has the highest count. At this point, it's well over 100. Mm -hmm. um, wow, yeah. Because so. then you got to figure you got to add yep. a couple more movies. Because I think it's Jason, Michael... Uh, Freddy. Um, Michael beats Freddy too? Michael, yeah. yeah because with Freddy, I mean, there are certain movies where there's only like three, three or four. four. But like, he's, he's personal too. He's he taking is. his he time. Does. He does. I agree. He, and he, he tailor makes each kill to, like like you yeah. were saying earlier about how like Freddy would be your guy to kill you. It, yeah. It's because you quality, see not what, quantity. Yeah. yeah, like you want to see what, what he, does you would, yeah. he would present that, that, you know, where you would die. Whereas oh. in like the 2018 Halloween, Michael's literally just walking down the street and it's like, oh, her, them, <laughs> this true. person. shit yeah. up in the new one, yeah. Now, it also depends on if you're counting the entire space station of people that Jason accidentally <laughs> murdered in Jason X. <laughs> Because <laughs> if so, then he's way <laughs> up there. Oh my god, he does accidentally murder an entire space. Like, yeah. it's like tragic. Yeah. Well, I think to it, a part of it, I think, to kind of play to that, is like the confirmed kills. The kills that we see. Because mm. in um, in Nightmare 2, there's the pool scene, at the, or the, the pool right. party scene, where you see a lot of people like screaming and running, yeah, but, not but you don't necessarily yeah. see him... Physically kill. Yeah. Whereas Jason, there's just so many that we just, yeah, like Jason and Michael Myers, it don't matter. You're yeah. in the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes yeah, it's like you're not maybe even necessarily right. the target. Like, it, it doesn't matter. You're just, you're there. So, yeah. yeah. While we're talking about the kills, too, I got to say another thing this film has going for it. Now that it's under New Line's, now that it's in New Line's home, for years, years, when Friday the 13th was with Paramount, they were basically murder-teasing us for the better part of a decade because we'd get told about all these horrible 
gruesome murders that they had planned. And if you ever watch the behind the scenes, they had so much awesome shit planned that got canned by the censors. Yeah, because, like, which one, like, even this one, they had to keep going back to get the R rating, right? Yeah, They yeah. had to cut shit repeatedly. But they definitely take it up a notch in this one. I think so, You've too. Got yeah. melting people. You've got, like, uh, good the, slice scenes. Oh, my God, the, the kill of the couple having sex where it yeah. just, like, goes up through her body. Oh, and, like, slices her up. I yeah. loved that one. I was like, yeah, that's what you get from nowhere in a condom. Oh, no. No, no. just me. Okay. <laughs> that was one thing that always shocked me growing up, because growing up, I'd always heard that, like, Friday films were basically pornographic. Like, people were like, yeah. you cannot go and, see and, these. Yep. The kills are horrible. And then I remember watching all the Fridays and all the nightmares, and I'm just like, man, Freddy's so much worse. So much worse. What were people in up up in arms about with Jason? Like Because Freddy's always had that sprinkle of fantasy in it. Like, it had that weird. element of... And I say it's because Freddy spoke. Freddy had the personality mm -hmm. that went from kind of scary guy... And then with every movie, got more and more personable. Where suddenly, halfway through the series, we're rooting for him. So you could do really disgusting stuff, but he kind of softens like it because yeah. he makes a joke, right? Yeah. And he calls you bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I stand by that because like that that to me is an answer to like nine different questions about the series, like about when you compare the series of like, yeah. well, why do you think this one does this? And and I think the that the fact that Freddie actually vocalizes. Right. I think is a huge factor well, in that. I, I also think there's no denying that the Friday the 13th series, though, definitely, like, wrote the book on creating flat characters who get naked just mm -hmm. to be killed. Well, they're, yeah, like, they're I mean, in, in Right, and in, in Nightmare on Elm Street, as well as, I would argue, Halloween, in at least the good Halloweens, yeah. the, the characters are very real and oh, very yeah. bought to life and very... The final girls are characters we care about and we like nobody fucking references the final girl from the original Friday the 13th ever yeah, yeah well, I don't even know her fucking name yeah and well, you I, know I also Alice, think that but... it's like, <laughs> like no big deal <laughs> well you Joey you brought this up earlier about how really with Friday the 13th you can pop in any one of the movies like you don't have to necessarily watch one yeah. for that's true the, the fifth one to make sense where at least with Halloween for the most part and the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street like you kind of have to know like you a know what I mean? you have to know yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah. yeah for Friday the 13th really is kind of the unique one where it's just like you can really pick anyone because you're going to get your start to finish yeah. your 90 minutes of story and then when you go to the next one like all you need to know is that Jason drowned at camp because mm -hmm. smoking drinking having sex absolutely yeah. you know? and that's all you need and, yeah. so you could really put in any of them and there's no like you know what is it arc there's like no continuing arc through yeah. the series you're right it's almost like one of the thing that I chalk as a weakness is really a strength too this like total mm -hmm. like also disposability yeah yeah, yeah. Also, it's no it's no wonder that I died and you were the final girl when we went to Camp Jackie. <laughs> now that I look at the rules, smoking, drinking, having lots of I, I had no chance. <laughs> no chance. No. Um, in fact, like when we, she was like, Marissa, you have to stay completely sober all weekend. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. How about that? that Is it like live? Yeah. I mean, I get why before. You mm -hmm. can't have any. But like afterwards? Is it just a liability well, thing? It, it's, um... It's the camp it, too, probably. The camp itself does yeah. not allow it. They do allow it, but we have to pay a shit ton more. Oh, yeah. It's and not worth it. Yeah. It's, it's, it yeah. ultimately isn't worth it. You being the final girl, though, was one of the, it was one of the best twists. So <laughs> I didn't know you were going to become evil. That was just <laughs> random. Was you awesome. just got killed and I they were so like, excited. well, you're evil now. Yep. But, um. No, so it fits. It works. <laughs> before everyone arrived, because you send in your information, we took all the girls we knew coming to the camp and put them in like a hat. So funny. And we were just like, all right, there's going to be a final girl. And after everyone showed up and we knew who was there, like who wasn't going to suddenly not come to camp, we were like, all right, put her name down. That's so it. So you picked her like Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon. After, I think it was after three because we were like, all right, no so one's supposed funny. to come after three. Right. Let's do this. So we, we were literally in back rooms being like, like Jackie Giorgiani on like adoption <laughs> papers. Yeah, like, those were awesome. They were like, how do you spell Giorgiani? I was like, just look at the paper. Just look at the damn paper. No, was, honestly, telling my mom, like recapping the story to my mom, and I told her about how, you know, I don't know if like wires got crossed, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, 
the guy playing Creighton told me what was going on, and, and he kept calling me Jessica. And at one point, I was like, my name is Jackie. And, and he was like, weren't you wearing a purple sweatshirt? I'm like, I was, but it got fucking hot, so I had to take that thing off. And he was like, okay, Jessica, you need to go find a box, take the key. And I was like... Yeah, because, like, I feel like it should have taken them longer. Do do you know what happened? Uh, So he told us uh, afterwards, after you guys ended up driving back, we were all sitting down, um, and he was chatting with us, and he was like, yeah, uh, I I knew who was supposed to be Jessica. And then halfway through, she took off her purple sweater, (laughs) and it was dark. And I was like... Which one is she fucking? Which one is it? <laughs> that's why later on he's asking you like, were you wearing a purple sweater? Because that was the only signifier he had. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, it's like I didn't know it was like, and it was so funny because I think it was Heather who had said like, dude, like, because I like right before I'm like, I put my hiking boots on, I got my jeans on, I had like my t-shirt, I had my sweatshirt, and I'm like, because I'm cold twenty four seven, so I'm like, and even Marissa was like. Are you seriously in a sweatshirt? I'm like, I'm cold. And Heather was like, when you start running, and I was like, no, dude, it, like, it gets dark, it gets cold. If I, and I think like two and a half hours in, I'm like, <gasps> we happened to like run into the, the lodge at one point to check some clues. And I was like, I did, like, I ran. I'm like, I'll be right back, guys. I'm like, scream if anybody's coming. And I literally ran in, threw the sweatshirt off, and I was like, I'm dying, and ran back out, so, oops. But yeah, so, but when I was telling my mom about the, I said, the box, I said, unfortunately, we never figured out the clues to open the box, I said, but when we opened the box, I said, after the fact, you know, Joey opens the box, and he hands me these papers, and he's like, here, these are for you, and I was telling my mom about the letter, and like, my mom, she's like me, like, we're both big saps, so I tell her that, like, there's the whole, like, adoption thing, and the Georgianas will take care of you, and then there's, like, these adoption papers, she tears up. Are you serious? She's oh, awesome. Man. <laughs> she's like, oh my god. She's like, <sighs> she's like, that's really fun. I was showing her the pictures because I took pictures of the letters and everything. And yeah, oh. she like straight up teared up. She was that's like, nice. I know. Oh, that's her She's right. like, we did take care of you. I'm like, bitch, am I adopted? <laughs> <laughs> do you need to tell something? Well, no. I looked far too much like every member of my family. You really Honestly, do. There's no denying My mom's the adopted one in our family because <laughs> like we all look ex- pretty much like I'm my father. Like my father just put like the gray mustache <laughs> and his like little old man belly on him. Like, uh, yeah, like between me, my brother, my mom, and my dad, like my mom's the adopted one out of all four of us because that, she does not look anything like that's us. That's so sweet though. I know. I know. It's adorable. I love that because I know like one of my goals at every event is to create like like I want people to be bonded with fear through yeah. fear I guess mm-hmm. for me what I love most about a horror movie is like the friends is characters loving each other that's why I, like like hostile shit like that I'm just like oh I, I can't really get into characters that I hate me but too, when you yeah. get to stuff like Cabin in the Woods and Nightmare and there's these characters that I'm just like they love each other yeah. that's yeah. that's yeah, life that's me you know it, it, and it's it's weird how bonded everybody is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, we started the, the night. Like I said, we started the night, you know, really not knowing. I mean, we talked to people during the day, but even some people that came later. Yeah, I just love that, like, you know, people that we had just met. I mean, again, like 12 hours. We yeah. were with the crew from Camp Blood Survivor for 12 hours. And the first thing I did when I woke up on Sunday morning was like hit Facebook and I'm yep. like, add friend, add friend, oh, add yeah, friend. And, yeah. and I had like, had requests and yeah, like I instantly like added everybody I could and I was just like, well, I'm in love with a group of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very much, I think Marissa and I talked about this, how like our con family, like the people that we see at every Monster Mania mm-hmm. and some people that we only see mm-hmm. at cons like Monster Mania. I'm like, suddenly I'm like, well, we've got our con family. And now I'm like, oh, we get another one. Like, now we have our Camp Blood family mm-hmm. that we get to be a part True of. So, and this was all elaborate ruse just to hang out with you long for a yeah. little while. <laughs> to have you all to ourselves. I mean, this was an elaborate ruse to make the Jersey Ghouls my friends. I was like, bring them to camp. And they can't escape. There you go. Um, um, anything? Do you want to wrap up the episode? Yeah, I mean, I don't. That, that's everything I've got. Like I said, I know that. To, this honestly is probably one of my my favorite of the series. This is one I put on all the time. This is one of my go to ones, and I think this is also because I know that I had seen a couple Friday the Thirteenth like in my younger years, but I very specifically remember being in middle school, and I believe it was my friend Dawn's sleepover. This was one of the movies we rented. 
And I remember we were watching it, and a couple of people got scared and like went off to yeah. like in the other room to like play board games. And like I'm sitting there like, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I so vividly remember being in the video store and seeing the box for Jason Goes to Hell, oh, yeah. and it's just. It's fire with a silver mask and a yes. fucking demon snake yes. coming out of it. And I'm just like, oh, well, okay, sure. Before we end, can I share one more Stephen Williams quote? Yes, because please. I, I need to just, like, this man. <laughs> I kind of want to read them all. He is Creighton Duke. He is an insane <laughs> individual. When you watch the film and you're like, who wrote that thing about the fucking hot dog? That was probably just him <laughs> on set. Telling the story. <laughs> this is just... What This is just something he said in an interview about Jason Goes to Hell. I'm a very loose individual on a set. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to be gregarious. But I've been reprimanded on sets for flirting too much with the women. And I absolutely played up the sexual angle of my scenes with Erin Gray. I don't know what she had going. But that was my whole intention in terms of our scenes together. I found her to be a very good-looking woman in person for real <laughs> by flirting he meant harassing oh my gosh that's like the poster for the me too movement i feel like <laughs> it, it is unfortunate i'm gonna bring it up um near the end of this film so the director was a young man named adam marcus who had just gotten out of film school he was absolutely in his 20s he had all these ideas, um, and unfortunately, from what I understand, aside from the fact that he wanted to have an equal amount of, of male nudity, it was not a great place for the women on set. Um, and the girl who plays Jessica, um, she ended up getting hurt doing one of the stunts. Oh, uh, the opening scene where Jason is attacking the FBI woman, mm -hmm. she has said in interviews that was a real machete. They gave Kane a real machete. And she was like, I better hit my mark or I'm going to get hit. Oh, my God. The shower scene was apparently one of the most uncomfortable scenes that Carrie Keegan ever had to do. The director was just, like, yelling at her because she wasn't giving enough. The scene where, at the end, the demon Jason goes into, uh, like, Diana. Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't her. That was, she did not know that was going to happen. She has said when she saw the film, she felt violated because they took her character that and somehow filmed that scene right. without her. And How did they even do, like, that's, they, they probably just got right, someone's just like legs. A, oh, so gross. Um, and then it got so bad that near the end of the film, uh, the Jessica would not come back on set unless the director was gone. So the end of the film, the actual part where oh, Jason correct. goes to hell was filmed entirely by uh, Sean S. Cunningham, who filmed, who, who directed yeah, yeah. the original. Yeah. So, not a fun fact, but yeah. I don't know. We should put it out there not because women should be fucking safe when they're right. making movies. I know. Well, I mean, that's so true. And, like, what a fucking prick, too. Like, you're fresh out of film school. Like, the last thing I would think to do when I was fresh out of college was to be a giant fucking douche on a set. I was, you know what I mean? Like, what a fucking prick. Fuck so you him. I hope be, he never worked again. You want to be so realistic in that beginning scene that you give Kane a real machete. That's fucking But weird. at the same time, we're going to give the girl the towel that stays on magic. Exactly. Well, you, you know, know it's, it's written by a 21-year-old guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is totally doable. I bet you it was one of those fancy ones you get from the made, the TV infomercial that's like an actual dress. Like, I bet you yeah. one of those. Because that was one of the, that was like the, like, you know. No, my dad ass. I, I can't even wrap the yeah. towel around me I all the way. I disbelief for so much. But you wrap a towel around you and run. Like, I can't get from my bathroom no. to my bedroom, which Absolutely is about not. two feet. I can't wrap yeah, a towel around me. either. Steve, Sam, I have to buy, like, the extra large. I, I tie two of them together like I want to escape out my window, okay? Also, and now, granted, I have owned this movie on VHS like for a thousand years, and that's usually how I'm watching it. Mm -hmm. um, I think I have the DVD, but I think I mostly just watch the VHS. So for this viewing, I actually just rented it on Google Play on one of them. And I don't know if it's like they updated the Dolby surround sound, but for the first <laughs> time ever, Jason was so grunty. Oh, I hate that. Like, it, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it, it, I hate it. I, I have never noticed it. And God. again, I blame it on the fact that I mostly watch this on VHS. 
I have never, yeah, with every gunshot, uh, 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 like I, the Pee Wee Buffy. Uh, 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 I think to myself, that can't have been Kane Hodder. Why? There's no, and if it is Kane Hodder, he dropped the ball. This one time he dropped the ball. I didn't like him grunty. Like, no, I'm sorry. You, you're mute. You, you yeah. are silent. And he, and I noticed it huh. through several, every, like, it, uh, several times in the beginning with the FBI agent. And then even at the end, at his in his fight he, with he Jessica, makes a few grunts. he it's makes weird. grunty noises. I'm just like, eh, that was a poor choice. That was a poor choice. Huh. Yeah. I guess one of the downfalls of watching these movies almost silently because I'm afraid the girls are going to come in. Like, I'm like, yeah, I always feel like I'm like watching porn and I'm 12 because I'm like, I like watching Skinamax when nobody, because I always have to keep the movie really low and I'm like sitting there like waiting to make sure they don't come down the stairs. I watched this last night with my sick daughter. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm the terrible parent. No, I, enjoy it now. It's just like, here we go. And it was hilarious because we're watching it and it comes on and she's still sick. So she's not she's really so affected. Sweet, but she right? goes, oh, it's Jason. <laughs> oh, now, awesome. does she do the thing where she associates Jason with you? Like oh, if yeah. she sees Jason, that's daddy? Yeah. Okay, because my, my brother was uh, the front man for a Pearl Jam tribute band. Really? And his little girl would see... Uh, he also... Once for Halloween, and I can show you a picture later, was a spot on Jack Sparrow. So anytime my niece, when she was younger, if she saw Eddie Vedder or heard Pearl Jam, she'd be like, who is it, Daddy? Or if she saw Jack Sparrow, and even my nephew when he was young, that's Daddy. When they saw Jack Sparrow, that's Daddy. So, yeah. So that, I love, I love that, that she associates him with you. Which actually, I guess, is kind of a good thing, because then maybe there won't ever be, like, a fear of that, because... Doesn't she, like, let you put the mask on? Like, make you put the mask on? She has her own, and and she'll be, like, Daddy Mask, which is fine. The worst is when she gets, I have a Park 7 hood, and she'll be, like, Daddy Mask, and I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't. I have, I have dressed in Jason gear and read, like, bedtime stories Oh, that's so awesome. And sometimes she'll fall asleep with the mask, <laughs> like she'll and she'll hold it because it's so big it'll slip so down. So she yeah. holds it so she can see. My my Father's Day picture was actually her and hers and me and yeah, mine. Yeah, I saw that. Oh God, so cute. So, um, I'm probably breaking her. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I I can only hope that she'll grow up to like horror Hopefully, movies. Yeah, I'm like hit or miss with those two. The oldest one wants nothing to do with them because anything mommy does isn't cool in the house. Mm. She's like ten, and but Molly slowly, but like we actually watched Jaws with her recently. She was like, "This is boring." <laughs> like, <laughs> she was and then when the shark, or over. then when Jaws finally came, she was like. That's it. That's, it. That's this is what yeah. I like hated for. Like she was so fucking pissed. Unimpressed she was so. But so she watches. She loves Monster Squad, and mm-hmm. she watches. She watched Jaws. But like anytime she'll like be like, well, maybe we should like she'll be like she'll watch Pennywise. And I'm like, you're gonna poop your pants, like, cause she's like afraid of her own shadow. That kid, you know. So when like, we when we go to conventions, hot. there was the what was it? A pop rock and horror. There was a guy dressed as Michael Myers. Yeah, and she didn't watch She that. like. Yeah. Clung to Marissa. Yeah. Like, we kind of had did. to be like, so, like, she's like, costume. So in that like, weird age where, like, because when they were little, they were, they would definitely watch whatever. Mm-hmm. But now they're aware of their own fear. So, like, now I it's like, to, yeah. but also right now, it's just, oh, I was such a coward. I used to sleep like a little dog curled up at the bottom of my brother's bed. <laughs> like, I literally, because I was such a wuss, he'd be like, fine, like, crawl on the floor. <laughs> I remember my cousin loved, loved horror films. He had all the VHSs, and I would sit in his room. And like look at the VHS boxes <laughs> and be like, oh my god. Just the boxes would scare me. I, can't me too. Yeah. <laughs> I I have to admit I never watched Jason movies and I don't know if it's because I was too afraid or what, but like I never like I would brave a Freddy movie every now and again, but I was a chicken shit as a kid, so yeah. Meanwhile, I can't wait till my daughter's old enough. I have a whole plan. Once she's at that age, we're gonna do a Freddy, Jason, Halloween, like every night we'll watch one leading up to Freddy vs. Jason. Nice. There you go. Good luck, man, because they turned on me. Yeah. I know. Like, you like, tried, like, with, like, kind of the more family-friendly, like, Yeah, the we did Gremlins and, and Beetlejuice. And... They love Gremlins. Molly loves yeah. Gremlins. She's a big Have, you, have they seen Poltergeist? Because Poltergeist is PG. Are you fucking kidding me? Poltergeist no. is a PG Dude, movie. Dude, that movie no, is PG. 1980s PG. But <laughs> 
because I thought that too. I was like, Poltergeist makes sure, sense. Yeah, no problem. I was like, that fucking cut, right? Or, there's yeah. no fucking way. Oh, I'd yeah, rather start like, yeah, them with like Freddy and the fucking, and then the girl gets taken into the fucking TV. That's all <laughs> I need is for them to be afraid of the TV. Scary. <laughs> yeah. It is frightening. Yeah, no, Poltergeist is too much. I think I'm, Molly really wants to try it, so I'm toying with maybe letting her watch the first one because Charlie's gonna come over to go see the second one. So. She's gonna poop. She is. She's gonna that, have. That was one hands. film. My 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 daughter is fine with most of the horror movies I put on. I desensitized her, but it, like, Pretty she didn't fast. scream, but like, she would be like. <laughs> I just realized we're on radio, so it got real silent. So I actually started juggling like a clown. So, um. uh, Joey, if you could uh, tell us where we can learn more about uh, Dark Hills Gaming and Camp Blood Survivors on the internet. Absolutely. You could go to darkhillsgaming.com. We have a list of all our events. And for the enterprising person, we actually do private events. We've done more than horror. I did a James Bond bachelor party this year and a film noir bachelor party uh, last year. And you can find us on Facebook, both at Dark Hills Gaming and at Camp Blood Survivors. Camp Blood Survivors is where you'll meet all the awesome people we were talking about. Yep, and if you think you can beat us at uh, Escaping Pennywise, come out on September 14th, because we, as well as a couple other podcast uh, superstars, are going to be out and about uh, running from all those fucking clowns, man. Absolutely. You'll all float down there. Apparently. I'm not going to last. And I I said it earlier, you know, I I need to get in shape, and it's like, you know, the threat of, you know, the beatus. Yeah, that's fine. I'll keep, I, you know, I'll keep getting heavy. Amen, you know, like yeah. heart disease, all that, whatever. Um, having to run from Pennywise, fuck it. Downloaded Couch to Five K, yeah, and I have to get my ass in shape by September because let me just say that it was rough. There was a point where I was gonna give up in the game, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I am out of shape. I am out of breath. I'm like, I just want to sit down. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just sacrifice myself to Marissa. And I'm like, no, no, like she'll be mad at me if I give up. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just go and when I see Jason, I'll just whatever. And then it was like, you're the final girl. And my first thought was, fuck! definitely gonna have to come on again soon yes oh sure absolutely and also your podcast scary stories the pod in the dark really? right yeah i love scary stories so listen to scary stories the pod in the dark folks yeah. are you That's soundcloud it is we're on soundcloud because i'm bad at podcasting and i haven't learned all the rules yet yeah. and again to find us just go on the internet and you know what to do we trust you uh to uh do the right thing. Find That's us right. in all the places you need to find us. And don't forget to eat a bowl of fuck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>